Welcome, everybody, to the Awake and Sober Podcast, a podcast about life and recovery through Christ. Yeah. Hey, he got it that time. Yeah, Emphasis. Emphasis. Emphasis on the right syllable. On the syllable. Whatever. Here we go again. Woo-hoo. All right. <laughs> Take two. Take two. That's all right. Anybody little... else feel like Hulk Hogan walking out to the ring when that song's on? Just want to do that. Yeah. It, <laughs> it does It does kind of pump you up. Like, hey, let's go. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna be talking a little bit about humility today. A little bit yeah. about humility. Still a little talking pie. about step two, humility. Yeah, gotta love it. Step two. Well, the power of humility, even. Yeah. The power of what? Humility. I just wanted you to say it twice. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's all. Humility. Humility. <laughs> What's the other one you can't say all the time in the meetings? Oh. uh Anonymity. No. Yeah, it's anonymity. You're like, I just, uh, I just. see anonymity. <laughs> when he's doing really good reading it, he's anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> and he just flies right past it. Mm-hmm. And nobody really pays nobody attention pays that attention. way. Yeah, I do. Anonymity and confidentiality are <laughs> basic requirements. <laughs> the basic requirement is don't make fun of the guy that can't say it. Yeah. It's not his fault he can't read. <laughs> English was his first just language. Speak it. <laughs> All right, so we're talking about humility. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. You have it. Love humility. It. The power Love of it. humility. Shane, how the are you doing? The pride. The humidity is deep. Yes. Um, yes. Man, I'm doing well. Had a good day today. Got to go to SAC uh, State Advisory Council. Look at money coming up. Look at money going out. Um, but really, I just. We'd like to, as Reclaiming Hope, get our hands on some of that so that way we could take care of it and employ enough people mm. to keep things moving. So looking forward to it. But me, myself, I'm doing well. It is well with my soul. Good. Michael? I'm also doing well. Today was a good day. Um, this week's been good. Um, you know, things are looking up at work. Things are looking up in my, in my uh, relationships, uh, my friendships. It's... It's hard to find something to complain about right now, um, especially with the last you know six weeks or so. It's been a struggle, but you know what? I'm coming out of it, and it is um, it's beautiful, 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 beautiful um, to be able to recognize um, when times are good because I've experienced bad times. So very humbling, but feeling good. Life is good. Good. Big D. What's up, man? Hey. All's well with my soul. That's without a doubt. Actually, kind of enjoy the fact that the only transportation I really got to do in the morning, get to work, is carry my happy rear downstairs and sit at the desk, and mm. I'm good from there. Don't be jelly. Does he have to be on the show anymore? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I have to be here. <laughs> you don't have to. You just want to. No, I... Get to be here. There you, and there I'm going to be here. There you go. Yeah. So how are you doing, Jeremy? I'm good. Big uh, perm. You know, it's it's funny because you said it's well with my soul. And you're the, the second person I've heard say that today. Really? Yeah. Okay. And I started singing the song. It is well with my soul. Oh. <laughs> I was wondering who said that. Who no, it wasn't me. It was it is well with my soul. I guess I said it, didn't you said it? Are we the two people? I heard it at work today. Ah. Really? Somebody said it at work? Yeah, one of my ex one of my clients. Okay. That's awesome. Probably somebody we know. No. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Man, don't surprise me. So then I could probably name them. Right. <laughs> no, everything's good, though. Uh, we're, we're 
Everything's good. How's the house? Coming. <clears throat> Sorry. Coming along just fine. Very cool. <clears throat> Your wife texted mine today. Yeah, they were going to go play a little bit of a pee ball. Yeah, I heard, but there was no courts, no courts until, until late this evening. She was very excited to tell me that she was going to go play pickleball, too. I bet. And she's like, like, they don't have any courts. I was going to go with Christina. Yeah, they were going to go. She doesn't sound get... like that at all. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Y'all met his wife last week, so you know she doesn't <laughs> sound like that. <laughs> no, and she wears the pants. Yeah, she does. Come, let's be honest. Every All of one them. of our women wears pants. <laughs> without Come a doubt. You think we'd be anywhere smart. without those women right now? We are smart. We are smart. Give it up. <laughs> we I, are we are humbled <laughs> by our women. I don't, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> That's fair. I That's will fair. ride her coattails uh, all the way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let me just hang on. I got no issues with that. No, none, none mm-hmm. at all. Tactile turn. Tactile Turn, yes. We want to thank you, Tactile Turn, who is our sponsor. We really appreciate all of the things that you have given us. Jeremy's putting up a Tactile Turn pen right now. Which one is that, Jeremy? This is the Copper Bolt action. Copper Bolt. Standard. That's, that's nice, man. That I is love a, it. I really miss my uh, my uh, my brass. What you do with or it? my bronze. I can't find it, man. <gasps> I feel terrible. You guys and losing. No, no, no. I got. I have the. I have the other three. But that one, I don't know. It's my bonk one too. So I feel really. really I don't terrible. have a bronze. I want a bronze one. I, the, my brass one though. I love the patina. Maybe, and maybe it was brass. I think it was brass. Well, no, I'm trying you to get a bronze. Patina was fantastic. Yeah, we both had bronze. Yeah. yeah, you got the brass. We both got bronze. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. So I want to bring it up though, and, and I don't know why I haven't before. Tactile turn don't only make pens. They yeah. make an unbelievable knife, and I have two of them, and I'll bring them on and, and show them. Just really nice gentleman carry, like um, little thumb stutter. They got a flipper, titanium. Mm-hmm. It's in the suit pockets, pretty easy. Then they got a fixed blade that's just unbelievable. So Can I carry one of those around just to see if I like it for a while? Yeah. Okay. You're never going to get that back. <laughs> wow. He's already got two knives. <laughs> that's true. That's but true. does he have tactile turn knives? I do not have a tactile see, that's turn what knife. It is. No. Yeah, and I love the fixed blade. Yeah, I yeah. like the other one. I carry it more than any other knife right now, just because it's so small and light, but yet razor sharp. Yeah, yeah. The beautiful, th- beautiful thing about that is when, like, tactile turn is synonymous with quality. Yeah, you know, the handmade. It's 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 really incredible. You can feel the craft, and I'm not just saying. It, no, you absolutely. can literally feel the yeah. craftsmanship in the in the pen. Hundred percent in the work. Yeah, so. yeah. So their all their stuff is great. No matter what, no matter what you go with. So I and yeah. I, I don't know why I never brought up the knives before, and I was talking to Will. And uh, I'm like, you know what? Let me bring up the knives for once. Yeah. Uh, because it's an unbelievable knife. So I know Amy is a little perturbed with me because I got our 13 year old obsessed with tactile turn pens now. Yeah. And that's he's... all he wanted for his birthday. So this is going to come out uh, probably after his birthday. So he's getting a tactile turn pen for his birthday. Happy birthday, Conley. Yeah. yeah. I hope you enjoy that tactile. What did you get his name on it? I got him the new. Um, the new Ice Icy? Fall. Ice yeah, Fall. Uh, the Ice yeah. Fall. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. He wants to start collecting all the seasonals. Well, I had the hardest one to find. You've created a monster. I have. <laughs> I have. We have every single one of them except for Ice Fall. Yeah. It's a cool looking pen. In this house. Which one Which one did you get? The cool clip or the other clip? Because there's two different clips, it looks like. I got the standard clip, not the Damascus or Damascus one. Okay. Damascus. But there's... Well, there, no, it, it's... It's a tied Damascus. Tied, so, yeah. tied Damascus, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's going to be cool nonetheless. Yeah, like, share, subscribe. What else did we miss? Anything? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. So we, we went to dive in and talk about a little humility for step two. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about like, share, subscribe? Yeah, we just did. Uh, I didn't hear it. 
Yeah, I just make sure you like, like share, share, and subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, we're yeah. on every podcast platform. Yes, we are. I actually had somebody ask me, so uh, which one are you on? I go, all, all of, them. of them. I go, are you on this one? Yeah. And we got are you on this, this one? Yeah. I said, we're on all of them. Yeah. He goes, right, but are you on this? I'm like, yeah, man, we're on every single <laughs> podcast platform. Yeah. Now, there's a couple of net didn't update for a little while because I didn't send two different files over. Um, right. That was a pain, but I went through and got the majority of them up. Yeah, I was going to say, And yeah. this morning, they both went out. One went out at 5.30, one went out at 6. Perfect. Um, so the audio only came out 30 minutes later, so that way I know the other one hits first. Perfect. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. So the power of humility. I got the power. Here we go. <laughs> well, what is, is what is step two? Why don't we start there? Okay. We have come to believe, believe that a power greater than ourselves can... No, that's number one, ain't it? No, no that's no, number two. two. A power greater than ourselves can restore us to sanity. Correct. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Could and will restore us to sanity. Is that what you're saying? No. No, but it sounds I, good. I like the will. <laughs> I do too. Mm-hmm. And principle two, earnestly believe that God exists, that I matter to him, and that he has the power to help me recover. Yeah. So there's a step two. I don't have the AA step two. I probably do right on the other yeah, side. We of just talked. We just I said just it. Read it. Yeah, we just said it. Said it. Yeah. Because they're all real darn close. True. So where does humility play in just step two? Have to be humble to, to admit that you're not God and that you need God. That takes a lot of humility because we played God our entire lives, or at least I did. Yes. Played God my entire life. So in order to remain, to get humble enough to say, I'm not God and I need God, to admit that I need somebody other than myself took a lot. I feel like admitting your weaknesses and faults is one of the hardest things to do. Um, to realize that, yeah, you know, we're not infallible, right? Admitting those weaknesses and faults and, you know, being willing to ask for help, you know, like when, when was the time that you realized and that you needed help that you could not do it on your own? You asking? That's not rhetorical. Yeah. Oh, that's not rhetorical. <laughs> I thought it was since we just talked about it, yeah. but it took a long time. It, it was my second attempt while I was sitting up in a hotel room. That's when I realized. Yeah. Dirt. I'm thinking here. I, for the most part of my life, I always knew there was a higher power. But I think, <clears throat> excuse me, my humility goes outside of that. Or like, so I knew when I came in to do, and celebrate recovery to work the stuff, that so I'm going to give my life back over to God. But being able to go to an individual human being standing in front of me, another man of all things, and be able to open up to that person. That's where humility actually really, you know, was taken over me, was me being able to cry in front of a, three or four guys, you know, in a, in a small group and stuff. And that's what I knew. When I was able to do that is when I knew, okay, it's time for me to work these steps and get through this. Hmm. Yeah. Perm. What was the question again? <laughs> I love that you're here. Um, <laughs> when 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 did you realize that you know you couldn't do it on your own? You needed to reach out and ask for help. Um, I mean, I, I knew for a long time that I needed help, but it was just the 
the making the effort to actually say I need help. I, I knew I was a drunk. I knew my life was unmanageable. That wasn't new news to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. Everything I everything that got close to me it deteriorated. I guess you would say. So I knew it for a while, but it was it was uh, it was the day I went to treatment. You know, that's that's when it all just kind of clicked on me, and that's when God I, I will say God just kind of plucked me up and said, "Okay, it's it's time. You've you've been in through enough. Time to go." And that's what I did. So, yeah, I mean, mine would be October twenty first of twenty twenty one. Yep, the exact time. He knows his humility date. His humility date. Mine but, was the- <laughs> mine was uh, February. 8th of 2022. Yeah, I guess that's when I finally too. stopped lying and was humbled by another alcoholic. Mm. It's like, are you, what's going on? I said, well, drinking has a lot to do with it. He goes, I might be able to help you here. And he sent me straight to treatment, mm. recognizing getting a big head or getting too far ahead of myself. Um, what that is one of the biggest things that I've been working on in my recovery because I used to, and I physically, I have a big head, but I always had a lot of confidence, you know, See, I really want to interrupt you and say something, but you always <laughs> got a big head. <laughs> Why do you think the nickname's bonk? But. Yeah. So we all know, but I was always, you know, thinking I'm the smartest person in the room and you know, I can do no wrong and all this stuff. And I, and that was one of the biggest things I wanted to work on when I went into treatment was like, finding out who I really am. So I don't have to put that facade on, you know? Um, and then, you know, it's still, it's still a practice, you know, there's things that I, that I feel confident in. And then there's things that I don't feel confident in, but I still try to, I sometimes put that face on, you know? So it is a constant battle to remain humble. But confidence is okay. Yeah. Cockiness. No, but confidence is good. Um, Surprised we didn't really take a look at what humility is. Like a definition of of humility. Yeah. I mean, I looked it up, but we got a little vibration. Dude, I'm all over the place today. It says to truly understand the power of humility, we must first define what it means. It's often misunderstood as a lack of confidence or a submissive attitude. Humility being a lack of confidence. Humility. So we must define what humil- what it means. Humility is often misunderstood oh. as a lack of confidence or submissive okay. attitude. However, it is far from that. Humility is the ability to recognize and appreciate our own limitations, to be open to learning, and to acknowledge the value and the worth of others. It is a mindset that allows us to embrace vulnerability, accept feedback, and seek personal growth. Accept feedback. Okay. Ooh, I, I thought you were saying humility was a lack of confidence, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I find my confidence in my humility. Yeah, but people will sometimes look at somebody that's humble and see them as weak. Oh, the kindness for weakness thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that humility is tough, though. Do you still battle with it a lot? Me? Yeah. Yeah. Every day. I, I mean, I, and I, I, I'll be the first one to say it. I, I've been, <clears throat> everything's going good, but I've been struggling with just like, there are things that I want to get done in a day and I feel like I never have enough time. And 
So uh, my sponsor had me write out my day from the moment I wake up to the time I go to bed. Every single hour, every minute accounted for. And I did that and I'm like, okay. But I still feel like I'm missing something because I want I want to get back into the gym, right? But I get up at 4.30 in the morning and it takes me 45 minutes to get to work. So I, I don't, and I want to get to work in time because I work 10 hours. You got to work, you got to be there for 10 and a half, whatever. Um, so I don't have time. And then by the time I come home, I'm always like, got to take the kids here. Got to do this, got to do that. And then it's like, when do I have time to work out? Unless I want like four hours of sleep. So I was, I was struggling with that. And I'm like, why, why can't I make this work? And then I got this arrogance about me. Like I can do this perfect and I could do this perfect. And then Amy said, are you staying humble? Are you being grateful and humble about what you do have? And I was like, yeah. Like just, did you say it just like that? <laughs> yeah. 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 What she did. Cause she was very, <laughs> she was very stern with me and I, I, I sat there and I didn't say anything of course. And, um, yeah, because I've been I've been struggling with some things at work and and uh, yeah, so humility is hard for me, and a lot of it goes back to and I'll share this with you guys. You know, she started going through all my stuff. You know, only child, um, uh, you know, captain of the football team, scholarship to go play football in college. I was the youngest police officer to go through the academy. I was the youngest drug cop that they had in in the county that I worked you know and all this stuff and I didn't have to work very hard for it and so it came with this little bit of arrogance and cockiness and it just did and uh you know there's a there's a difference there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance for me definitely a line mm. yeah I don't know how fine <laughs> It's a fine line for me. So I have to go back and be grateful for the things I have and stay humble because all of that, it's a gift for me. I didn't ask, like I, God give me, gave me these gifts, like to be a natural, like I'm just a, a leader, you know, and I don't ask for me, but I just kind of take, do this and do that. And people listen, if that makes sense. Yep. No wonder we didn't like each other. <laughs> I mean, I'm a better leader, but other than that. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> humble pie, buddy. Humble, humble pie. pie. Humble pie. So when we when we do get that that arrogance or when we get, we get that overconfidence, um, how hard is it to ask for help? Why is it so hard to ask for help? Because I, I experience that too. Like, I need to do everything. I need to do everything all the time. Because we don't want to hear the feedback. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to admit that I'm, I'm wrong. I think it's insecurity with ourselves. We don't go ask for help because we don't want to feel that we needed help in the first place. And not just that. Automatically, we're thinking in our head, okay, if I go ask this person for help, they're going to say this, they're going to do this, this is going to happen. We don't want the feedback. Right. Yeah, we don't want that stuff. But that doesn't happen. Uh, To your ego, it does. Because we've been edging God out for so long. That's true. I give you that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that, that does it, but What's it take to humility and in leadership? Because you brought up, I'm a better leader. What does humility and leadership look like? 
Yeah, that's the fun one. For me, it's leading by example. Not being a micromanager, but doing the right thing when no one is looking. Integrity, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, oftentimes the right thing is not the easy thing. So it's doing the hard thing no matter, you know, as long as it's right, it's worth it. I loved watching Christina work because she led by example. Like she'd roll her sleeves up. She wouldn't care what it took. She'd go clean toilets if she needed, if they needed done. She, she just didn't care. She will work her tail off whether she's in charge or not in charge. And that's leadership to me. Someone that's going to be a servant leader. You're serving your team, serving them well. Um, and that's what I think of when I think of a good, humble leader. Because she didn't ever care about a title. Matter of fact, she didn't want the titles ever. I pushed her towards those. I'm like, yep, you got to have it. Got to have that next thing on the on the resume, right? Yeah, and I, I mean, a title doesn't command respect. No. At all. And Just money. Yeah. I mean, well, sometimes. It, yeah, well, with the titles there, you came with money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, it, to me, it's is, is a leader is as good as their weakest employee or their, weak, their weakest link, right? So if I'm leading a team... I'm only going to be as good as that person there. So I have to build him up and get everybody at the same level. And I'm not going to put anybody in a position that I wouldn't do myself. No. But then we could go back to gifts. That person may not be gifted like the other ones. And God's gift to him was this. And the way he uses that gift is his gift back to God. So you got to just bring out their gifts right. in them. Right. And You'll never have a weak team that way. If if you're putting people where they're gifted, you'll never have a weak team. Because hmm. God has gifted them. Being humble enough to recognize when people are better at you than at, at something. Oh, that's... You know what I mean? It's tough, but it's good. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people better that, than me at so many different things, and I'd rather put them exactly where they're strong. <clears throat> like, let me take a back seat to this. You're a better speaker than I am. Go up front and go speak. So, yeah, I'd rather sit back in the back and just watch and watch everybody do what needs to be done. If they need something from me, they could just let me know what it is and I'll go do it. Let me be the runner. Yeah. How does that relate to recovery? I, li- I like that you said that, you know, I'm only as strong as, my, as the weakest link. Um, when, we're, when I'm in groups and I'm, and I'm teaching, I always say, you know, we're, we're trying to form like, strong links in a chain, you know? So the people that have been there for a little bit, they take in the new people and welcome them. And then when those people go, those people that they took become the seasoned ones and then they bring in the new group. You know, it's mm-hmm. always constantly fluctuating to where, you know, you are you are led, but then you are being a leader. You know what I mean? So that is, I mean, that's recovery in a nutshell. It comes from someone before me, Right. So if I have a, a a weak leader who doesn't do the things that are necessary to maintain recovery, what does that say about my work? How am I going to be able to maintain that? Might you know not what be I mean? A leader. They may not be leader material. I mean, not yeah. everybody's a leader. Right. But I'm saying in like, and, and you're right, and I get that. I'm saying as far as like, um, you know, maybe having a weak mentor or maybe having a weak sponsor or maybe having, you know, and this is all hypothetical, you know. But if that person's not doing the things that need to be done, 
to help themselves, how can they even help another person? They may not be in a place to help another person, and that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes people have to be fed for a while. Spoon-fed, then they can finally feed themselves, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so not everybody's going to be a leader. Not everybody's leader material right up front, especially up front. But if if they don't want to be, then they're not going to be. And sometimes we don't have a choice to pick our teams, and sometimes we get a choice to pick our team. And so, like, whenever we're recruiting for leadership for a Celebrate Recovery to start, we get to pick. Now, we take what we have, and we're going to hopefully turn all of them into leaders. But not everybody is a leader. I think most people could be taught if they really want to be taught. If they'll get humble, you could teach them how to lead and be a great leader. You really can. But I don't think everybody just has leader qualities up front. I would agree. Yeah. So do you have enough time and enough bandwidth to to pour into that person and make them see the need for it? You know what I mean? It's just like yeah, sponsor right. sponsee since you brought that up. Mm-hmm. It's not my sponsor's problem if I don't want to listen. That's my problem. Right. So, I mean, he could be a great sponsor, but yet I keep relapsing. Why? Because I'm not listening. I'm not taking suggestions from him. Mm-hmm. So it, it's hard to put everything on the leader, but at the same time, we're the one that gets the blame for everything because it's just the way it goes. Well, I guess that's the show we have for humility. See how we feel about it. No. No. No, because we got to go into like humble acts of service. Mm-hmm. Because that's really, I mean, when I think of humility, I think of the way that we serve. Um, And I wrote it on the board whenever we were doing it. Humility is not thinking less of ourselves, but it's thinking of ourselves less. Mm -hmm. Um, And C.S. Lewis wrote it, so we just get to use it every once in a while. And every time I say it, thinking of ourself less, selfless acts, humble acts. Is there a truly selfless act? And the reason, it, I know what we're going to talk about, but can us as humans with free will do a completely selfless act? I asked that, I posed that question to my, to my, my guys. It's a good question. They can hear those wheels turning, D. I would ask, why couldn't we? Well, I mean, I'm so, well, my wheels are turning in my head because I would like to think a lot of times when I try to do stuff, you know, I'm doing it for other people. But I'm still getting something out of it, so I can't. So is that, that completely it's... selfless? Yeah, but do you do you think of that up front? If you're thinking of what you're getting out of it, then it's not selfless. No, you're only I... doing it for that that you know that. No, that, I I don't it, do it instant. just for that that high. But you know, it feels good at the end of it when I'm done. It feels with it. good that you did something for right. somebody, right? Yeah, yeah that don't mean it wasn't selfless because it because I do get a return on my investment here on earth as it is in heaven. I mean, God's going to bless us because we're blessing others. If you're doing it, so the question becomes, what's my heart? What's my motive? When I go into it, if I, if I don't have a pure heart, pure motive of serving that person, it's kind of like opening the door QT. If I open the door and the guy don't say thank you and I say, well, you know, screw you too. And I go, well, obviously it wasn't a selfless act. I did it because I wanted recognition for doing that for you. Mm-hmm. But if they don't say a word to you and then you just go off and you go make your soda or do whatever you're doing, then it was a selfless act because I didn't need anything. So it's just, what's the heart? What's the motive? Okay. You said you want to return on your investment, right? Right. So God's going to bless you. God will bless you. Right. So what is the, 
you would probably know the numbers better than I do. 15% of a congregation gives like 100% of the money, right? 20. The tithe, it's 20%. the 80-20. 80-20. So, you know, do you think that there are people in that 20% that are giving because they think that they're going to get something in return from it? Oh, heck yeah. Half, at least, if not more. I think it'd be silly to think not. Right. Like, if I'm going to give money, then I'm going to be blessed with money. Right? Even though scripture don't tell us that. No, I know. Right. But yes, I, I know. That, that's the way uh, your riches here on earth or in heaven. That No, I was thinking more on Malachi 3.10, where it talks about, you know, pour out your tithes into the storehouse, of, you know, and I will open up the gates of heaven and pour out all blessings upon you and stuff. I will open the gates of heaven and pour all yeah. blessings upon you in heaven. Right. We're, we're building our riches in heaven. I think that was the kind of what I was hearing him asking. Do people pay the money into the church just for that? Because of that one yes, scripture alone. But, but they also think they're going to get blessed here. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, and we do. I mean, when we give selflessly, we get blessed. And some people just, those scripture, scripture tells us that if we have the gift of giving, then give, mm-hmm. give cheerfully, right? Are they still cheerful givers, even though they are have a misguided heart? Hopefully they are. Um, hopefully that's not the only reason, but I'm sure it crosses their mind. But that's, once again, what's my heart, what's my motive? Mm-hmm. That's why it's such a good question to ask. What's my heart, what's my motive in this? Why am I saying yes to this? Why am I doing this? What's my heart, what's my motive? Mm-hmm. Know your why. No, yeah. <laughs> we quit punching that for a long time. What, know your why? Yeah. I actually brought it up to somebody the other day. I was speaking to him. I was leaving work, and dude was having an issue, so I went to go speak with him. And, I, you know, anger issues. So I'm like, why? What do you mean? Well, I'd like for you to know why you're angry all the time. There's got to be a reason why. Know your why. And he was just like, yeah, maybe you're right. I don't know what he did with it, but, you know, I left him on that one, though. You know, if we know why we get upset all the time, it's something that's easier for us to work on stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, why we're not practicing, we're not being humble. Well, you know, we need to work on that. Know your why. Know your why. Got to keep that going. (laughs) So what, what comes out of humble acts for people? Let's just use recovery or anything else in our life, really, but. Think about humble acts. What happens? Well, I can tell you, like when I work with a, when I work with a sponsee, I, I get, <laughs> I, I mean, the investment that I've put into the program for myself, because you've gone before me and done it. My sponsor's gone before me and done it. Somebody went and did it before him. And that's me giving back the gift that's been given to me. I mean, that's why, that's why I work in recovery. I mean, and that's why I want to commit myself to recovery because I want everybody else to experience what life is like without having to obsess over where you're going to get your next fix or when you're going to get your next drink, right? Let's face all those problems that you're running from that you keep shoving down into the bottom of the jar. Let's face that. Let's face it one time, right? And then let's start moving past it and begin the healing process because we can't heal until we actually open that up and let's, let's dig in there. Let's get that infection out of there basically. And then let's patch it up and let's move on. And it goes back to knowing your why. 
Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Everything will always go back. That's my thing. It's, yeah, to know your why. Yeah. Yeah, drugs and alcohol are a problem, but why? Yeah. They kind of just what you were sharing. Yeah. I just love the impact that a small act of humility can do and the, the ripple effect that it could create. I mean, not, not just in our families, but think of the families that have been put back together, but think of after our family, then they go out and they help, and then they go out and they help, and this ripple effect just hits the community in the world, right? The ripple effect. And that's what it's about. I'm, so when every time I hear it, the only thing I think of is, is the mission statement at, of Reclaiming Hope. Yeah. So to be anchored in Jesus so that that ripple effect will affect the family, the community, and the world. And you talk about the ripple effect for humility, but it's also, and that's a positive thing, right? So if we, if we give ourselves, we do something good for somebody else, that person's hopefully going to go out and do something good for somebody else and vice versa. <clears throat> but I mean, it's the same for trauma, right? For what? Like trauma or something. Oh bad. yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's kind of like the. Good and the bad, right? The yin and the yang. Yeah. The yin and the yang. Yeah. Yeah. I I was hoping we wouldn't have to go negative, but it's true. I mean, your pride can have a ripple effect. The trauma could have a ripple effect. If I want to be prideful. Mm -hmm. Why does it seem like pride puts a bigger splash and ripple than humility does? Because pride is awarded. Pride is awarded? Awarded and rewarded? Rewarded, probably. Yeah. 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 When is there a time for you to be proud in recovery? Think about your recovery. When is there a time to be proud in recovery? When you wake up in the morning? Celebrating an anniversary so that way other people see it and they feel hope oh, yeah. that they're going to get there. Because we don't take that chip anymore for us after so long a lot of times. But I could be proud that God got me through to this far and then now we're bringing hope to somebody. Yeah. See, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't want to be proud of that. I do. I want to stay humble, and I want you to be proud. Yeah. I'd rather be proud. Give me five minutes, because it's not going to be a bad prideful. Being proud is okay. Being prideful is not, but proud, why wouldn't it be? I mean, I could be cocky and arrogant about it, but I didn't do a dang thing but surrender. So I had to get humble in the beginning, but. I should be happy. I should be celebrating it because it's a big milestone. It's huge that you make it that far. I mean, it's huge that you make it 24 hours, let alone if you make it 5, 10, 15, 20, or your, you know, your, your anniversary is old enough to drink. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a proud moment. It's very cool that you did it. I got a ways it. to go for that one. Hmm. I think yeah, we all do. Tomorrow. Sunday. Two years. Sunday. Nice. It was actually a couple weeks ago, Sunday. So. Was it? Oh, yeah. What? When this airs, I will have been sober for two weeks or two gotcha. two years and two gotcha. weeks. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "I'm, I'm two weeks ago." What? So you can cut that, but I got two. I got two years on Sunday. Okay. The eleventh. Mm. Dude, that's awesome. That Congrats. Is. Thank you. I ain't gonna cut it. No. It'll be just fine. They'll know that we're ahead a little bit. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. No. Yep. Nothing wrong with being ahead. 2 11 22 is my sober date. And I like that we talk about that because um, I am proud of the time that I've, of the work I've put in, 
Yeah. But I know that the work is not done. You know, I am, I'm humbled in that fact that there's still a whole long time to go. The rest of your life. The rest of my life. But is it okay to be proud of the accomplishment that has come? I mean, I'm proud that I stayed sober this long. I'm proud that my family was put back together. I'm proud that, you know, I'm, I'm happy for all those things. I'm proud of, of the accomplishments, but there's, yeah, there's a ton more work. There's a ton more to do. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time, like when, if they, if they make it back, I always tell them that I'm proud of them for coming back and that they should be proud of themselves for making a decision to not sit there and destruct, but try to come back, you know? They should be proud. Now, there's a difference between being that and, like you said, being prideful. I don't want it to be like, okay, um, I think proud is good when you are, you're confident of the work you've done, but when you push it on other people or you try to put it out there, I think that that is... Um, prideful, like, ah, uh, look what I did. Look what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Like, hey, lo like if I go into the meeting, I go, yeah, I got two years. Like, look at all the stuff I did. You guys all suck. No, that's stupid. You know what I mean? Suck. You suck. <laughs> but, but, but you know what I mean? It's like if, if, and we talk about it, it's like the, uh, the, um, the acts of, or what, what did you say earlier? The, um, the acts of the selfless acts, selfless act. right? It's not a selfish, selfless act. If I put my stuff out there. You know, I want to be proud inside myself, right? And the people that matter to me, I want them to be proud as well. But the people that I'm not close to, ain't yeah. not any business. Uh, yeah, I just like I have to be. This and maybe it's just me, but when I came into treatment, I was humbled that I got the opportunity. I was humbled. I'm humbled that I get to wake up every day. I'm grateful, and. To me, if I'm proud of that, that for me is a slippery slope because I know myself. And so I have to always maintain that. Thank you, God, for, for getting me through this. Thank you, God, for this opportunity. Thank you, God. Why, you know, why, God, did you get me through this? You know, what is your purpose for my life? Um, that's how I have to, that's how I have to keep uh, yeah, I, I get mean, that. I think you can be proud and do oh, that. Geez, oh my gosh, man! You, what are you and the, you and the boom. Yeah, I think you can be proud and do that too, though. Like I really do. Well, that's. But I mean, I get what, I get what you're saying. It's all over the place. I get what you're saying because I, you know, <coughs> it's the reason why I try to do all my devotionals and prayers and stuff in the morning because I wake up proud that I got to wake right. up another day. I'm yeah. happy. I, you know, that I put forth the work that I'm doing what I'm doing, and I get to wake up and live another day. If I don't get grateful for that right off the top, I could be prideful by the end of the day and it could end up hurting me. And that's when I know that my, my, my arrogance is kicking in, you know, and Amy will say, you know, you're not, you're not being very humble. You're being very all about yourself, right? Self-centered. And it's because I'm not being grateful for the things that I have or the opportunities that I'm given. So can you not be grateful and proud? I'm not. And that's not saying that we can't be proud, but just like you said, it could be a slippery slope for us. Just, we could yeah, let our we could let our hold on. <laughs> y'all better hold on. We could, be, we could get too, we could get too proud with ourselves and become prideful. So, like for me, it's like I'm proud of my son when he does something that you know this like like I'm proud of that. Yeah. You know, um, or my daughter, or you know, you guys. Hey, like I'm proud that you're getting two years, buddy. That's freaking amazing. You know, um, but like 
I have like to me, if it was the if it was reversed, I want you to be proud for me, but I need to stay humble for it. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, that's and that's what I said earlier. You know, I I'm proud of the fact that I'm here, but I'm also humbled in the fact that I ain't done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There is so much work left to do, and I only will retain what I have by giving it away, mm-hmm. making those those strong chain. You know, links in the chain. Mm-hmm. And I think you could be both. You just can't be prideful, but you could be proud. There's a, a a really big difference in between those. If I'm prideful, I'm I'm putting it out myself. I'm saying, look at me, look at me, look what I've done. But you see, I'm proud of what God's done in my life. And I'm proud of, of me surrendering and being obedient to that call. Because that was not an easy obedience. I mean, it, it would be easier to pack up my bags and go hit the the mortgage business still. But I mean, I like, I don't celebrate it as to where you would never know until we had this show that I'm proud of myself for certain things because we don't live that way. We don't show it because it's not prideful, but I am happy. I'm grateful for those things. Yeah. So I, I wanted to read this um, for all those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Yeah. Luke 14, 11. As we we're talking through it, that just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, so we need to make sure we don't exalt ourselves that somebody else does that. You know who what helps with that? Thanks, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know what really helps with that? Having a very, very good person or woman in your life or man in your life to really check you. So like Amy did to Jeremy like, earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Katie does to me constantly. Oh, you're getting a big head there. I go, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't have that problem. Mine just tries to swell my head bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Mine does too. <laughs> well, you know, there's that too. <laughs> she cooks good for me though. Yeah. yeah those, pancakes. That, those pancakes were fire, man. Dinner for breakfast. If you don't, or breakfast for dinner. I'm sorry. Dinner for, <laughs> dinner for breakfast is good too. That is big true. Old, you know? Big old fat steak, steak and eggs. Steak and eggs. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was literally just on Amazon looking for a strawberry jalapeno jelly. <laughs> Where you were? <laughs> I was before this. Before we started this, I was like, I got to get some of this. Man. Before we got go, yeah, you're gonna be overnight that overnighting it, and be there between if, four a.m. and eight a.m. I got like six jars at home, man. I'll bring you one tomorrow. Strawberry jalapeno jelly. Oh, there's a bunch. My dad's got like a. Like a uh, strawberry habanero. Okay. Okay. Yeah, bring it. Uh, right. I, I want to oh, check yeah. it out. Yeah. Because you if, a bag if of you live for anywhere in Missouri, <laughs> and you could get to Herman, go to the worst house. The yeah. first house. The yeah. first house. Go first to the worst house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get you some. So go to the worst. <laughs> go to the worst house, and pick you up some strawberry jalapeno jam from them. They did an amazing job with that. Yeah, there's a lot of cool shops there, for sure. Mm-hmm. Just every time I go, they're getting ready to close. So the only place I stop by is the Verstas. Because you got to be there by like 3 o'clock. Right. In the morning. Otherwise, yeah, the whole just town shuts no, down. No, seriously, it's Countryville, man. So everything shuts down <laughs> early out there. Uh, uh, oh, I'm just, yeah. I mean, in, until you get to October, for Oktoberfest, because it's all wineries for people that don't know. Um, But yeah, it's, it's pretty much a sundown time. That's all it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sun goes down. <laughs> that mm-hmm. town is empty. Closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, there's. I want to share. Uh, it's eight marks of humility for a Christian, 
In Chasing Humility, he helps you explore eight essential aspects of humility in the life of a Christian. Authenticity, confidence, gratitude, love, praise, empowerment, mentoring, and breaking barriers. Mm. There's one in there that is hard to believe that would be in there. Confidence. Yeah. But you should have it. Confidence mm-hmm. in Christ and what he's done in our lives and what he's doing in and through us. But once again, a slippery slope, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, I have confidence that that I have confidence that God exists, that he, he sent his son to die for me. I have faith in that, right? My confidence comes the faith. So I have to, does that make sense? Well, well yeah, I, I understand that you could have both, but I yeah. just wonder, is that another slippery slope? One of the scriptures sort of says, you know, faith is the confidence, right. you know, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would think they go together. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying, yeah. yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, no, confidence, I think, like you said, having that confidence in Christ, knowing that he's not going to let me drink use today because I've given myself to him. I'm not going out that route. And that, but I'm still, I'm still confident about it. I'm not using today because I have a higher power. I serve Christ Jesus that I know that I'm not going to use, mm. and I have confidence in that. Mm. Nothing prideful about my time clean, but confidence in that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Your, your spirit, one of your spiritual gifts, is just memorizing scripture. Because I can't. I mean, I've got a pretty good memory, but. So I can remember a lot of scripture, but I can't remember where it's at exactly. Oh, well, that's I know, fine. Yeah. You know, but like the one I just said was actually Hebrews 11, 1. I do See? remember that. Yeah, yeah. See? No big deal. Yeah. No. <laughs> but so big the deal. zip codes is what I usually say. I don't know the zip codes of the scripture, but I know it says this. <laughs> <laughs> zip codes easier than addresses, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and and live, you know, Thank living you. as as Christians, um, I, I really love this. It says, you know, um, theologians say that, God put down his divine prerogative when he emptied himself. The king of glory, the one of all of heaven worshipped, humbled himself to become a man. It's the greatest act of humility. Mm -hmm. You had to go from God to man? Yeah. 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 I would say so. (laughs) So we've all been there, right? (laughs) Where we thought we were God. So so we're we're talking about, you know. I know what he feels like. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Not not at all. Yeah, it was tough. Wow. Humble pie. God made. Forgive them. Yeah. Oh, no, we knew exactly what we were doing. We said, help. (laughs) Um, So we're talking about um, like being humble, right? Or getting to humility. Is there such thing as being too humble? Yeah, false humility. I yeah. mean, but that's not real humility. No. But, but when I, yeah, so you're too humble. I talk a lot about this is like, um, you know, not accepting praise or not accepting, you know, um, well wishes. Like, like uh, um, not demeaning oneself, but um, detracting from oneself. Like if someone tells you good job and you say, oh, no, it's, it's, it's no big deal. You know what I mean? But not that, accepting praise. And so that wouldn't be too humble, depending on their heart. But most people aren't too humble when it comes to that. It's just false humility. They're trying to. Yeah. False humility. Being that person that comes into, oh, I was so bad, so I come into treatment and stuff. But by the time they leave treatment, I got this. I don't need nobody's help and goes on about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's 
that's more cocky, arrogant side of things. What I'm talking in the beginning, humidity? though, was the false humidity. humidity. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was like. Yes. But you said it. Yes. You said false humidity. <laughs> humidity. I looked at Shane and I was like, I can't. I can't. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> hey, man, it's okay. It's I have humidity. Speech impediment. <laughs> it is false humidity for today. False oh, humidity. That's going to be the name of the show. That's what I would label the show false humidity. That's nice. Can we get back to the subject? We are. Of humility. There you go. He got it. Did it. Oh. Thank you. God, I love you people. False humility. Oh. And that they think that they being humble about themselves because they showed up to um, treatment. Yeah. I've seen individuals come in, oh, I'm so, you know, I feel so bad. Okay, man. Well, you know, let's work on this. By the time, you know, 21 days later, ah, you know, I don't show this person how to do this, this person how to do this. When I get out of here, I'm doing it. Okay, see you in a couple of weeks, buddy. <laughs> and I think on the false humility side, though, you're usually dealing with people that, oh, that wasn't me, that was God. Or um, any way to, to deflect that that praise from themselves because they really want it, but they want to look humble. Well, what if you don't believe you deserve it? You know, we've all done awful things. And I, and I see this all the time. People don't, people feel like they don't deserve um, praise or good things to happen to them. I see it every yeah, single low day. Low self-esteem then. Yeah. And that wouldn't be on the humble side or too humble side. That's just on the low self-esteem side. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you could ever really be too humble. Yeah. I mean, if, if it's the right heart, right motive, you couldn't be too humble. But I think you could either have false humility or, or very big insecurities that you can't accept that praise. Yeah. You know, and, and at the beginning of our journey, I think the majority of us feel like that. I don't deserve that. Um, and that didn't come from a false humility side of things. That just came from a, I was a big worthless turd. Yeah. That took a crap everywhere and I right. didn't deserve anything good. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Glad we could differentiate. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty easy one to do, right? What about humility in relationships? Does it help? Does it hurt? I mean, does pride help? What's humility in relationships? What's humidity in relationships look like? <laughs> it's a sweaty situation. <laughs> um, I think it's, man, being prideful in a relationship. Are we talking about romantic relationships? We're talking about, talking about interpersonal any relationships. Interpersonal, yeah, any relationships. interpersonal well, relationships. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously, yeah, being humble in, in interpersonal relationships is great. Um, but I feel like, you know, I want people to, and being truly humble, we see now that, you know, there is confidence in that. I want to see people confident in what they're saying and and understanding what they're saying to me in those relationships because if they if they're not confident i'm not going to be confident about it mm. that's why you build each other's confidence up well but, but what i'm saying is like you know in relationships people like we we said earlier like there's tons of people that know way more about things than i do right so but at the same time i don't want to be fed or have smoke blown at me from someone who is just saying things i guess out of self-servant Serving. Just to hear or, themselves talk. Just to hear themselves talk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, practicing humility in relationships to me is uh, I, being able to admit when I'm wrong. Mm. Yes. Um, and, and when you ask that question, Shane, 
I was thinking of, of you and I, and when the podcast first started, like we got into the little tissy and, uh, it was in my basement. I don't know why I remembered this and you apologized to me and that takes humility to say, look, I, I messed up. Right. And I know I've done something to you and I've had to apologize to you too. Um, but to me, and it's the same thing, whether it be a romantic relationship, an intimate relationship with a friend, you know, like, like, like what we have, cause this is intimate relationships. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just saying, look, man, you're right. I'm wrong. Forgive me. Painting about to do, but yeah, that's one of the greatest things that scripture and recovery both teach us is to make your amends, make things right. When I think of pride, I think of fighting in a relationship because I really think of my wife. Like if I'm prideful in my marriage, we fight. If I'm humble in, in our marriage, if I'm prideful in my marriage, we fight. If I'm humble in our marriage, we'll never fight. Because you're always thinking of her. Mm -hmm. You're always putting her first. I'm always serving her. Yep. And so what's the pain? What's the fear that's driving? What's going on? But if I'm humble, our relationship is good. But when I'm prideful, my relationship is horrible. Never thought about it that way until I said it. <laughs> Isn't that my funny marriage. how sometimes when you when, like, you, you'll just say something, you'll be like, dang, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Did like, I just say that? Did I just, this is recorded. This is recorded. Yeah. Great. Thank goodness it, it is. I mean, I've always said it's on tape. that thing, but I never paid attention to my marriage when I'm prideful. Our marriage when I'm humble. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm writing that down. Yeah. He's taking notes, folks. I am taking notes. I can make a I know. copy of that for me, too, since you're taking notes. We, did, no, we didn't have that. to circle back to anything today, so he had the notepad. And... <laughs> 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 but that's a good thing. Um, yeah, we'll never fight as long as I remain humble. I'll never have a fight with a friend. Anybody sitting in this room. I mean, last week I jumped Mike's butt because he was the only one here because everybody was late. Why would you get in trouble for being here? Because y'all weren't. Because nobody was here, and so then, <laughs> then that so pride comes he, in. Look, yep, you know my I got prideful, and then I had a yeah that really sucks when we got to eat that humble pie. But an hour and a half later, two hours later, you made amends and all is well. Hopefully, it didn't take that long. Maybe it did while we were recording. So yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, the wife made dinner. Dude, she's made dinner every week. She has. Like, we need to stop eating before we come over here because it's going to be fun. Yeah, that first 20. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Amy said you need to grab some of that. She made this cheeseburger casserole or whatever it is. Mm, she said, grab okay. some before you go because I don't want you coming back hangry. And she's like, I'm, I'm, I'll be good. I'll be good. And I was <laughs> I was selfishly hoping that Christina made it something. <laughs> Were you banking on it? I was. I, I was. And then she comes downstairs and I'm like, oh. <laughs> See, not only does she make it, but she serves it. She serves she it. Does, I mean, I, I walked through the door. You guys were already down here and she just, I see her just carry over a plate. I'm like, thanks, Mom. She had done, and I walked downstairs. Her servitude, she had done, came down here and handed us plates. I know, plates. every time. Yeah. Every yeah. time. Yeah. It's amazing. I'll tell you, you Christina. what, I do miss Grandma's baking, though. So if Jeremy could bring over Grandma's baking and we have Christina cooking. I need to tell you something about old, old Grandma Mary in there. Dude, she is a totally different person in this house. I'm not kidding. Is it for the good or for the yeah. worst? Okay. I mean, she's just all the time happy. Like, it's like she's at the cabin all the time. I mean, that's, that's yeah, exactly, it is. That that is her, exactly that, what it is. That's I her mean, space. Yeah. She sits there and we put bird feeders out the windows now so she can watch the birds. 
Conley puts corn out there. The deer just walking right up. And she just sits there and, and does her little crossword puzzles. Until her grandbaby yeah. shoots one of those deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's out there eating that worm. <clears throat> I don't think he's going to shoot anything. I think he's going to jump off the deck with a knife. <laughs> well, Knowing that kid, he's just going full on. Now, no, I will tell you, out. if you did that, I will be proud of you. What's that? Jump, jump off the deck. Oh, the knife. Ram knife. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this guy ain't jumping off anything. You, know? <laughs> well, you might jump. You ain't getting back up. <laughs> no, but get the blood and put the little war. war oh, yeah. thing on it. It's he deer does, season. He does have a visitor um, next to him at the pickleball court, though. There's another layer of skin from somebody else. Oh, good. Nice. You're so not alone. Not just, he's, he's not alone anymore. Good. Yeah. No, but getting back to grandma, she loves We got a new cooktop and all that other stuff, but she's got bananas ripening for banana bread right now. Oh, oh. So, so, I got you're, bring, so you're bringing banana bread next week. It should be ready next saying. week. Okay. Yeah. yeah, banana should be good. I brought some, bought some banana nut bread the other week. And br- what's banana? Banana. <laughs> it's Brene Brown. It's, it's right there with the humidity. humidity. Br- banana. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like bananas. Like the pancakes today, <laughs> I didn't really care for because they were banana pancakes, but. Those what we just ate were? Yeah. Yeah, st- yeah, strawberry. No, I'm just kidding. You had <laughs> strawberry and bananas. So I ate them banana so fast, pancakes. I didn't even taste them. I just tasted uh, I know. You I inhaled. I did. I, did. Oh, I was hungry, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. But, well, as long as she remains humble about how good she's doing taking care of us, right? Absolutely. I think she should be proud about the way she cooks, you know. <laughs> Not prideful, but proud. But proud. Yeah. So, in closing... In closing, we wanted to say, obviously, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. We are on all Podflash, Podflash, podcast platforms. <laughs> we all have speech and we've all, yeah, we, we've all got some, some gaffes today. Um, we're on all podcast platforms. Um, Derek, what you got for humility? I'm, come back. I'm looking for something. Derek's looking for something. Perm, what don't, you got? Don't, don't come to me, bro. All right. Don't come at me. Hey, there's only one more way to go. Shane, what you got? What do I have? Yeah. Look, humility is a pain, but it's a fun thing. I'm not used to doing this side of things. I'm I'm the one that asks what somebody's got in closing. This is a a, a weird, right. a weird transition. I'm sitting over here going, wait a minute. I don't take y'all's spot. Why are you taking mine? Are you staying? Humble? Tell him. Oh my bad. Are you staying humid? Uh uh-uh. uh. Staying humid. <laughs> <laughs> You got to watch out for that humidity. All right. Is you humble today? Well, we can all, we can all, because we, we did stop, we can just cut to. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not worried about it. All right, then. All right. So Philippians 2, 3 says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others about yourself. Above. Above, that's what I said. About yourself. I got humility right, but I couldn't say it. <laughs> Man, he got it again. 50%. He, he's, <laughs> he's doing great. Romans twelve three for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. Romans twelve three. Little Romans. Little Romans. The Apostle Paul just tearing it up as always. Yeah. He was something else, man. I wonder if he remained humble. All that. <laughs> I, think, I think I think he did. I wonder if he remained humble. What do you have in closing, though, Mike? Um, humility doesn't come easy, but it is worth it. It is worth hard work. Um, and it takes people around you to keep you humble as well. 
Mm. Mm-hmm. Then I'll piggyback on that. The yeah, way of the fools. <laughs> the way of fools seems right to them, but the wise listen to advice. Surround yourself with the right people. Mm. You don't have to be the smartest one in the room. Mike. Mike. <laughs> I said I used to. Dang, buddy. I'm usually the bus driver. Yeah. But I really think we're the smartest person in the room when we could just sit back and listen to the advice of others. Absolutely. Yeah. And be wise. I'm not even the smartest person in the room when I'm in the room by myself. God, I love you. See, now that's the false humility side. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. That was so false. false. That so was the false humility side. But with that, from everyone here at the Wake and Sober yes. podcast, Absolutely. we love you guys. God bless you, and we'll see you soon. See you Peace. next week. Peace.